0: You are right up Main Street. Oh, you can't make me choose. I go by Toyota. Sponsors, T4. Fuck me, Lee Ryan's 13. I remember we couldn't remember the word for table. (gasps) This is Your Welcome America presents Chasing the Saturdays, episode 5. In our ongoing mission to translate... British-Irish pop culture for America, we're celebrating the 10-year anniversary of the e-reality show that follows British-Irish girl group, The Saturdays, as they they kind of vaguely try to crack America. Uh, this episode has it all. New York City, acoustic performances, and more and more Skype calls. I am Ben. I am Fraser. Fraser Light Razor. And this is Chasing the Saturdays. Woo! <laughs> Woo! Here we are. Hashtag sats in the city. (laughs) Now, in in the intro, I said, you know, as they tried to vaguely crack America, because I was thinking about it today as I was pottering around the house. They're not. It's not like they're there, and it's like right endless promo. Now we're gonna go to this shoot. Now we've got like radio promo. Now we're in this road show. It's all very like sitting by the pool. Yeah. well, they they, they can't email. they can't talk about the fact that the show is them trying to crack America. So it's kind of this strange. Because that's yes. what it is, right? It's like the show is meant to be introducing them, but they have to be doing something. So yeah, you're right. It's all very, all very vague. Although at least we went to a record company this time. That's something. Scooter Braun. Mm. We'll get to him. We'll get to her later. Okay, this opening scene I've discla- described as closet fun. Yeah, just like a, just like Sex and the City, the movie. We're in uh, Carrie Bradshaw's closet having fun. But this time it's Vanessa. So Vanessa, she's got some big white flares. <laughs> And who's it? Molly and Frankie. Yeah. They're playing around in them. And they, they managed to... Did they manage to step in them so they're both in one leg they each? They did. Oh, as I like to think of these three, they're all three stooges of the group, these ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they managed to get into her pair of flies together, which is pretty good. And Molly says, it's like a maxi dress. <laughs> I said, fun in this moment. And then because I was so... It was such a quick scene and I was so annoyed. And the music started for the credits. I said... There really isn't magic in this city, is there? (laughs) There's magic in this city. (laughs) Don't want to wiggle go. It's taken me this long to realize that's an album track from one of their albums. Oh, yeah. I find that on when I was doing our Instagram posts. (laughs) So this first scene, this first real scene, mm. I've just desc- what have you called it? I actually have stopped naming scenes. Oh, that's one of my favorite things. <laughs> I've called it getting pampered with the girlies. I got really excited because it was the uh. instrumental of 30 days that took us to the to them getting manny pedis <laughs> So I was 30, pretty happy with that. The thirty days Marimba made an appearance. <laughs> <laughs> And also, I didn't you noticed, but we saw a lot of horrible shoes in the little uh, kind of package that took us to the pedicure place. <laughs> there's lots of people crossing the street and just their feet. And there's just lots of really horrible shoes. Oh, <laughs> where are we? We're at a, a, a mani pedi place. It's called Bella Cures. <laughs> I didn't see the, see the name. But I do know that when Rochelle puts her feet in water, it makes her need a wee. She's got tickly feet. <laughs> oh, my God. A ma- Wait a minute. If She's got tickly feet. If she put her feet in water... And there were fish in there, nibbling her feet. fucking fish things. Fish pedicure. We already did. Did we do that on the last 24-7? Yeah, 24-7 there's a fish pedicure. Oh, God. Those fish pedicures are so... That is the most played out thing in the world. Never actually tried one, though. So Molly, (laughs) they're all getting their their tootsies done, their their mani-pedis, and Molly's getting hers done, and she asks (laughs) the person doing it... Do many people choose this colour? And then, I don't know, they say something. And then Molly says, Ah, oh, good choice, Molly. Yeah, that was a weird moment. <laughs> so, um, sorry, Q Peter Lorraine. Yeah, PL, as I've just decided to start calling my notes. Uh, a so go for Peter <laughs> and walk into scene. He trots in with a binder, yeah. some kind of leather binder, to go over the schedule, schedule, I think he says, for New York City. Vanessa's never been. I have to say, I don't remember, because there was no next time on. I didn't realize they were going to New York in this episode. And I did I did get a little, a little lift. I was like, oh, okay. We're going to not see downtown LA and like that one part of like sunset that they're always on. So I was kind of excited. Yeah. And Vanessa's never been. They're going to be heading to uh, their record label Mercury in New York because that's where the headquarters are. Quite a thin premise for a trip all the way to New York. But okay. Yeah. They're going to go LA to New York and then to London. But I've got to ask you. What about baby girl Aoife Belle? Yeah, let's get into some really riveting kind of travel plans for baby girl Aoife Belle. So yeah, Una said, so we're going from New- from LA to New York, back to London. And then she's like, oh, it's too much for little baby girl Aoife Belle. <laughs> so what do they decide to do? Una-, Una decides to fly her mommy and Aoife back to London first. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, but she, in a very real way, is like, oh, this is actually going to be my first time apart from her for like, is it like a week or two weeks? I think so, yeah. yeah. So she's kind of, she can't make the decision on the spot. She so says she has to think about it. The plan is, Anne's going to take, mum, Mammy Anne is going to take baby girl Aoife Bell back to the UK, where father slash husband Ben is going to look after baby girl Aoife Bell. And they're all like, oh, you'll be so excited. He's not going to be excited. No. How do you feel about the fact that he's called Ben? I try and divorce it from me and my identity. <laughs> although i do enjoy a rugby player yeah he is also good looking it's th- it's a tough it's tough yeah but he's just so there's so, oh so we are gonna launch into the next scene which i've called first skype of the episodes <laughs> we're back to skype hq i just like to let that beat drop for a second <laughs> oh, rochelle and marva back on skype again yeah, <laughs> they are indeed. I actually recorded the scene, I sent it to you earlier, just because so Rochelle's in her her laptop, which is a glittery black laptop case. Did you notice her desktop wallpaper? No, I didn't. What was so it? So it looked like Italy, but like a function room in Italy?
1: <laughs> what? So it looked
0: like Italy outdoors, but then like, there were tables that looked like they were in a function room. So I was like, is that somewhere where they got married? Oh, yeah, it must be their wedding venue. Yeah. So Fun- here's how that... Function com- room is so mean. Here's how that conversation starts with, uh, with Marv over Skype. Uh, baby, all right? Yeah, how we are you? Yeah, I'm all right. <laughs> you all right? How are you? You yeah, all right? Yeah, I'm all right. <laughs> all right? Oh. Sliding around the all rights. So Marvin isn't happy. You're not all right. That house... It's fallen through. And I just wrote... She knew this. Thank fuck. <laughs> it was disgusting, <laughs> that house. Yeah. And we get some flashback footage of, a, of a, that horrible house. Although there's definitely some of, to use your favorite term, jiggery-pokery happening here. Because in the preview of next week, they showed Rochelle house hunting and she was wearing the exact same outfit that she was wearing in the flashback footage of oh, them looking at, looking at that, at that house. house. Because crucially... Is next week is she wearing glasses she was yeah because she means business in this flashback non-flashback <laughs> footage she's wearing glasses yeah because she's looking at a house yeah i i i need to confirm that and we will obviously confirm that well we'll be able to next confirm week. it by carbon dating the brick yeah that brick built house yeah what well, to like what 2000 when it was built <laughs> yeah 2006 maybe <laughs> And uh, yeah, so yeah, the house fell through, so they're they're not happy. And my final note was, wow, that scene was boring. Mm, they're not alright. <laughs> God, we got to pack for that trip. <laughs> got to pack for that trip to New York City. So Una is getting baby girl Eva Bell ready to fly, and uh, she she picks up a onesie that says "cute baby alert," and she says, "Oh, that'll be nice for the plane." <laughs> <laughs> sure will such a highlight of the episode for me that one moment (laughs) me too i actually rewound it because i wanted to make sure i got her like wording right yeah i also thought una looked stunning in this kind of aquamarine kind of aquamarine blue dress that she was wearing she looked great oh did it bring out her eyes lovely for the eyes and the hair that yeah she looks good in a blue she really does big news anne's back we haven't seen her since episode one, but Mammy Ann, yeah. she's finally back. Well, this is, she agreed to be in the first episode and this is her last episode, I bet. She was oh, like, okay. and all oh, oh, the way they filmed her in the car, she like had to be in the shot. She's like, "Ugh, <laughs> so annoying." <laughs> so I will tell you at this point, the E! Entertainment ticker was going across the bottom of the screen. And I can tell you that when this was airing, <laughs> Zero Dark Thirty and Argo won the most awards at the Screen Actors Guild Awards. sag, sag. Really good. I was good like, oh know. yeah, good. Not seen Argo. Weirdly have seen Zero Dark Thirty. It was boring. Zero Dark... Do- oh no, wait a minute. That was the Charlie's Theron movie. No. Jessica Chastain and oh. the... It was about uh, them capturing Bin Laden. Oh, have not watched that. So we get into the into the van to go to LAX. Mm-hmm. Quite a nice journey from downtown. Very simple. Just get on the... Just two freeways. Yeah, not too bad. Not, not too, too bad. bad. I did note here that baby girl Ifabel has a really good side eye. She does. <laughs> Um, it's also just really sweet because basically it's, it's Anne and Una and baby Girlie for well, but Vanessa has joined them to help Una kind of say goodbye and it's very sweet. And it's actually, I thought like, oh, if they just like shoved ASATs with her, but actually we found out later, there's quite a connection between those two. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll get, we'll get to that nickname. Well, there there would have to be a connection if you were going to just go with someone to LAX, then <laughs> come back. Yeah. What that, an annoying drive. That's a really boring journey. Uh, f- one final note from the E ticker at this point is that the movie Safe Haven, Julianne Hoff and Josh Duhamel, du- how do you say his name? Duhamel. Duhamel. It made $21.5 million that weekend. Have you seen Safe Haven? No, but that seems like a lot of money for the opening weekend. Yeah. It's a really, really bad film. Well, yeah, it's got, what's her face Julianne Hoff. Yeah. I'm going to tell you a little bit about Does it. She I act- even- is she an actor? I mean, she's in the movie. This movie is bananas. It basically is, it's kind of a lifetime movie, but it's not a lifetime movie, but it's yeah. got the budget of, of much, something much higher. So basically Julianne Hoff arrives in this like small town. She arrives on like a bus. She's an anonymous person in this small town that's, I think it's literally called Safe Haven or like Safe Harbor or Harbor Haven or something. Long story short, she just turns up in this town. No one knows who she is. She moves into this tiny house. Then she meets Josh, Do Hamel, Do Hamel, Do Camel, and they kind of like start falling in love. Meanwhile, she's being st- she's like escaping something, and I think she's like it's implied that maybe she's murdered her husband or her ex boyfriend. Watch out, Josh. Long story short, she befriends her next door neighbor, who's this woman that woman that's from How I Met Your Mother and all the Marvel movies, Colby Smulders, whatever her name is. She befriends this woman, and this woman, <laughs> I'm trying to do this as quick as possible. She befriends this woman. This woman's, like, really encouraging her romance with Josh Duhamel, this kind of stuff. We eventually find out that she ran away from her husband. She attacked him in self-defense, but he's still alive and chasing her. And then in the... So, like, all of this stuff happens. And then in the final scene of the movie, Mm -hmm. they reveal that the woman she was talking to the whole time, her neighbor, was... It's Josh Duhamel's dead wife's ghost who encouraged her to be in a relationship with him. Not one other aspect of the movie was, is supernatural. And you realize looking back that she was never in any scenes with anyone else. So she was just turned up at her house and was like, she was like walking past with a bike. And then they ended up like talking about relationships. So she basically befriended her new boyfriend's ex-wife's husband's wife's ghost. Whoa. I didn't mean to tell you the exact plot of Safe Haven, but I had to get it out of my system. It's okay. I'm never going to watch it. As soon as I saw Safe Haven on the screen, I, I knew, saw in my head me telling you and trying to do it as quick as possible, but it's a pretty good twist, right? I mean, it's a twist. <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan, you <laughs> yeah, wanna? Maybe he made that. Anyway, I made $21.5 million in the opening weekend. Una's truly sad here. She's really upset. She's actually crying as Anne takes baby girl Ifabel up the escalator at LAX. Yeah, this is, this is rough. This is a real, a real moment, but. but you know what? We need to get to New York city oh. and what you oh, say? I had one, I just want oh. to make one point. Note. So Vanessa says, I'm going to help Una get through this trip to New York. And then my notes say, she's a good person. And then I just wrote, they all are. <laughs> like you're arguing with <laughs> right. yourself. I was, like, I was like, they're all she's really a good <laughs> person. Actually, Fraser, they all yeah. are. It was more like a realization. I was like, Vanessa's nice. I was like, they're all nice. <laughs> Lovely gals. Okay, what's happening there? Well, we're going to go to New York City with the song. Go, go, go. It's time to bleh blah blah And we both. Bup, 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 up, 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 New York. It felt like a remix as well, wasn't it? It was like a, it was even more bonkers than, that song's pretty bonkers as it is. And it's kind of a wall of noise, a real cacophony. But yeah, uh, the up remix whooshes us around New York City. We suddenly see taxis, Central Park, Times Square. Uh, And then we fall on La Meridian, La Parker Meridian Hotel. Yes. So this La Parker Meridian Hotel is mentioned many, many times. They definitely got a freebie. They got a trade out. Definitely. (laughs) Trade out. Trade out. (laughs) No, it's just funny hearing you say that. Industry term. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, Rochelle's excited because it's her first time in New York and she trots up to her room. Who's bloody waiting for her? Wait, why is there a man in her room? Uh, get back. Get back. Oh, no, it's only Marvin. Everybody in love put your hands up. Alright. right. Very sweet moment. But also... I wrote... They're so sweet. Yeah. But also the underlying current, the undercurrent of her saying, there was literally a stranger in my room, so it's quite scary. Yeah. She's like that i'm really glad you're but actually don't ever do that again because it really fucking freaked me out but at least she had the camera crew so imagine if he'd done that oh no like truly surprised her like she was just alone walking into a room and there was just a man in there. i think that would have been even more scary (laughs) at least with the camera crew she knew she was safe (laughs) (laughs) i just wrote here i bet they fuck immediately oh yeah like that wasn't that wasn't a fake thing that they were doing where they were like rolling around on the bed they were pretty much just like get out I've written maybe five or six times in my notes that Marvin and Rochelle are a gorgeous couple, and I love them. Yeah, so that's so, the first time. They're so good. <laughs> oh yeah, and uh, isn't doesn't someone say? No, Rochelle says to him, "You're naughty." Yeah. He says, "I know." Oh, <laughs> I've written here the rooms are kind of shitty. Yeah, I feel like New York's not the you could it's not the easiest to get a nice hotel in New York. What? I feel like the rooms are always really small in New York. Yeah, but you can get really nice ones. Or just nice ones. Right. What I don't know. They? It felt like a clean, lower level four-star hotel. Right. Well, that's pretty much where they're at. So, speaking of shitty rooms, what's going on in one of the other shitty, shitty rooms? Oh, dear. Una's very sad. And we see her closing the curtains and getting under that heavy, heavy, yet probably very thin, kind of top layer comforter thing on her bed. And I'm really worried about her because... She's still got her heavy MacBook on her bed while she gets into bed. I think it's hot, and well, I'm worried about yeah, a the heat, but also just kicking that off, kicking that off the bed because that is big. That's gonna fall to the ground and shatter. Una says, "I'm in my room. Everything is beautiful. This should be an amazing trip." Yeah, she. I'm also confused. There's only a three-hour time difference between LA and New York, and yet she seems to be going for a nap in the middle of the day. <laughs> hey, listen, I didn't, look. You love a nap. I love a nap. That's true. We get it. We understand her. Oh, God. Well, it's a lot of people's first times in New York City, so we're going to have to be tourists. Yeah. So why not go to the epicenter of hell that is Times Square? Yeah. So it's all the gals minus Una and plus uh, Marv. Marv is taking Una's place on the (laughs) acoustic guitar. Oh, we get to see the naked cowboy. Fun. Does Does the naked cowboy still exist? naked cowboy it says he's not dead so that's (laughs) that's not the same naked cowboy that was on the the original naked cowboy is not the same one that was on the show i thought that i just made a note of i really i thought molly looked very chic in her new york outfit she was wearing like a a pair of olive pants trousers with like Mm. a crisp white shirt Mm. she just looked very like very relaxed and easy and i was like (laughs) oh molly Put Molly in a crisp white shirt. She's a real gal that could pull that off, isn't she? We get a voiceover line from Vanessa out of nowhere. <laughs> I'm loving my life. It's exactly what I thought it would be. It's like, oh, oh, great. That's very positive. I love that. But piece piece together from five yeah. years of footage yet again. Uh, so we we swing back to the hotel very quickly to see Una on Skype with uh with Ben and baby Eva Bell. Yeah, or as Ben calls her Eva Bells. Yeah, plural. Not much to say about this scene, really, is there? Well, except the fact that Una puts on a crazy killer chucky voice oh, yeah. when speaking to baby girl Eva Bells. She's like, She's like, Hello, Aoife Bells. <laughs> it's mommy here in New York City. It's like, what? <laughs> you sound like a Star Wars character. <laughs> uh, oh, she and she says it's so sad. She says every time she hears a baby cry, she thinks it's Eva. Yeah. And then he, you know, in classic supportive Ben style, she says. She goes, oh, I've just had enough and I I really want to come home. And he just goes, oh. And like, like cut the scene. I was like, wow, that is harsh. All this walking around. I'm, I'm hungry. Should we get some dinner? Let's get some dinner. Should we go to Beacon? <laughs> the Beacon restaurant? Is that where we should go? Is that what it was called? Okay, let me just see if it's still open. Beacon restaurant, New York City, NYC. Oh, looks like I've already Googled it. Permanently closed permanently closed well the gals really shut it down <laughs> so um pl peter lorraine is saying um that at the record label uh, they they want them to do an acoustic performance and he says to una you brought your guitar with you didn't you of course you <laughs> fucking did and they so they're like well what should we sing and what do they decide on the best song Of the uh, catalogue. go on, go on, go on, (laughs) go on, go on, go on, bye, bye. Although, although, as as I found on YouTube, they've done every single one of their songs (laughs) acoustic, but even even all fired up. But I I think of I think of Chasing Lights as the true Saturday's acoustic song, mainly because that's what, what we saw. So I was very excited to be hearing that song, you know, for real. But meanwhile, there's something else going on. It's Fashion Week, isn't it? Yeah, and there's a brand called Millie. Not the cookies. (laughs) Not the cookies. Not my friend Millie. Not Millie McIntosh from Made in Chelsea. Oh, yeah. Millie. Not Millie Bobby Brown. No. Fair enough. So apparently it's Fashion Week, New York Fashion Week, and... uh, the, they're going to go and watch the Millie fashion show and they've reached out and said like that they can they can have some of their clothes as well that's fun do you know what there's a few other things I want to do while I'm in town because I've never been here before what should we do uh, da, 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 <laughs> yeah Roche wants to do the sat, the sex in the city tour the sats in the city tour. I was, I was about to say by accident do you notice how much of a bananas necklace Rochelle was wearing in this scene what was she wearing it was like a a cluster of like crystal flowers of all different colors like all quite like around the throat it wasn't like a line it mm. wasn't like a line on a chain they were like very much in the style of the egyptian treasures it was all kind of clumped at the throat very uh avant-garde look for rochelle Wow. god i bet they would they would have those gals would get a real fucking kick out of the sex of the city tour wouldn't they they would they would they would act out scenes. Yeah, completely. The thought of them sitting at Magnolia Bakery and having a cupcake and then, you know, sitting outside of Carrie's steps and getting shouted at by the owner of the yeah. apartment. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. We got to do Fashion Week. We're in town. We're in New York City. Let's do it. So they go to the Millie Fashion Show. I've written in uppercase letters here, Una, you're at Fashion Week. <laughs> because- Look alive. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's sad. And Vanessa keeps kind of pointing out, oh, Una's not quite... Not quite here. Yeah. She's gonna do something to cheer her up later on though. She so. is. We'll, get, yeah, we'll, we'll get, get to that. We'll get to that. That nuanced piece of footage. So they're they're at front row at the Millie fashion show and they're watching some shit clothes go down the runway <laughs> that look like they're from Mango. <laughs> I have to say I did a turn in the in one sentence here. I said, What the fuck is this brand? To be fair, they would wear a lot of these dresses. Yeah. And I looked it up now. It still exists. Oh. And some of their new clothes look quite nice. Great. Well, so it, it was just the 2000 and whatever of it all, I guess, wasn't it? The 2013 it? collection wasn't so good. <laughs> that weird music that was playing, it was like a kind of Daft Punk ripoff vo- vocoder music oh, thing. Oh, like library music. <laughs> Not like you with your—you've got a fashion, uh, fashion runway show like playlist ready to go at all just, times, it's haven't just you? All uppercase. It's called Fashion Show, just in case. <laughs> and as in my recollection of hearing some of it, it's all kind of as if, the, as if it was on. Is it The Clothes Show? So, the Jeff, of... <laughs> Jeff Banks and Selena, whatever her name is, on the, the Clothes Show? Some of it definitely is 90s. <laughs> yeah. I hope we're going to remember this fashion show. And I know Mil- Millie, I know Molly is, because she's recording it on her BlackBerry. <laughs> Would love to see that footage today, <laughs> Millie Molly. Molly's Millie footage. Well, talking of Millie Molly, should we meet the designer of Millie? Her name's Michelle. <laughs> oh, so Molly meets Michelle, who actually designs for Millie. Yes, not Millie's cookies. <laughs> and they can all taken out for each great <laughs> whatever we're really flying we're doing a lot in new york None of it's interesting, but we are doing a lot. So I feel just, I feel just volume wise, quite satisfied yeah. so far. So we get to look at, we get to gaze upon the beauty that is Marvin and Rochelle, or just Marv and Roche, as I'm calling them now. And they're going to go on a lovely date. Can we talk through their outfits? Okay. I'm, I said, they look very cute. Marvin is in a lovely tartan jacket. It's, it's tight. It's very form-fitting. A very, a very form-fitting tartan jacket and a, and a, a tight trouser. And Rochelle's in a lovely crisp white shirt, very Molly, and a like a electric blue trouser. Very fun look. Looks like she's wearing a a Hermes belt and bright red stilettos. Yeah, she's really she looks she looks fantastic. She's definitely thought to herself, "Do you know what? Carrie Bradshaw wears stilettos. That's all I'm gonna wear in. I'm I'm only gonna wear heels in New York." (laughs) And then there's a great line from Rochelle where they sit down at the restaurant, look at them, and she goes. Oh, this looks just like London, doesn't it? Yeah, this bit's a bit like London. Yeah, it's a bit like London. It's like, what, Soho and Soho look the same? <laughs> because they do. <laughs> they have a really boring couple's dinner. Oh, it's so boring. I, I don't, I don't, my notes really are, I just said, they talk about not seeing each other. Good God, they're a gorgeous couple. <laughs> and, they, and they have some edamame. And Marv says one of his favorite lines, according to Rochelle, which is, Everything happens for a reason. Ah, uh, classic Marv. <laughs> you love that line. <laughs> really, really good, really good wisdom. And then they're kind of just talking about losing the house. And I really wanted to reach into the screen and just like grab them both and say, and like tell them how gorgeous their current house is in 2023 yeah. and how like beautiful their children are and be like, everything's going to be fine, guys. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are probably the most successful people from this show still and have a lovely life. And I love looking at content of you painting your nails, Rochelle. Yeah. And in fact, Rochelle just, they were just in bloody Dubai watching Beyonce. There you go. Wearing like evening gowns. Yeah. They're good. So Vanessa said she's going to cheer up Una. So she takes her on like a day out and a night. Well, it starts as a day out, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. A day to night transition. Actually, it's quite, it's quite fun. You see the two of them trotting down the street in, uh, in New York and they kind of stop at a, a cafe bar to have a glass of wine. And Una's really taken with the glassware. <laughs> it's a funny looking glass isn't it it's a stemless stemless wine wine glass glass. where's the stem that's a funny looking glass isn't it i guarantee she has some stemless wine glasses now in 2023 i did wonder when i wonder when the first time i encountered a stemless wine glass i'm yeah i i can't it was in east london for sure Mm, i don't like a stemless wine glass me neither me neither i really i actually i feel very like oc housewife in the in the sense that i just want it to get bigger and bigger and bigger not smaller and stemless bigger stem bigger glass i just yeah i'm not a fan of stemless there's just if you've lived in east london or east la there's only so many restaurants you can go to with no lighting candles on the table paper menu and stemless wine glasses it all starts to blur into one one thing although i do like all of those places that we go to but you know anyway this is where we get into some real deep sats history and lore that we haven't learned before. Una and Vanessa were party friends back in the day before Una had a baby. What? What did they call themselves, Ben? They called themselves Fierce Ness. Fierce Ness. Because <laughs> I'm fierce and, and she's I, Ness. Which thought Ness. Strange. I, thought, I, get, I get the Ness part, obviously, because that's her <laughs> name. But it, it I mean, I guess they had to reverse engineer it back from Ness, didn't they? Yeah. So oh. Una could have been happy. And then it could be called happiness. That would have kind of made more sense. Fierce is such a, that word, it really sends a chill down my I spine. Know. <laughs> but um, at this point, Vanessa says she wants to take her out and get drunk again, like the old days, to kind of cheer her up. And they, you know, they talk more about being, being party buddies. And I said, I'm a big fan of this pairing. I like it. That'd be a fun night out. Yeah, I would. I would I'd be. I'd be really happy to go on a night out with those two. Yeah, uh, Una says, you know, since becoming a parent, she never gets to. She doesn't want hang hangover, but you know, baby girlie for bells in her father's arms right now, so she can do it. And those big, boring arms. Mm-hmm. What else is going on across <laughs> oh, across <God>. town? <laughs> that gorgeous, gorgeous couple. Marvin and Rochelle are about to have a picnic in Central Park and Marvin quite rightly points out, oh, this park is so big, isn't it? (laughs) Thanks, guys. (laughs) Keeping the UK abreast of what's going on in New York. And then he gives her a non-surprise, non-treat, which is, hey, just so you know, when we get back to London, we're going to look at houses. And the music suggests it's as if, like, some massive resolutions yeah. happened. It's like, hey, you know, after we've done that transatlantic flight, we're going to go and look at houses. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Great. No, Marv, I lo- I'm only back for like a couple of days. Yeah. I don't actually want to do that. I love house hunting when I'm completely jet lagged and insane. <laughs> My question is, where are Frankie and Molly? <laughs> they really, they they must have got paid a half rate for this episode because they're barely in it. Apart from obviously when we get to the record company. So a, a gorgeous Kesha sound alike from the music library transitions us from day to night. It's very much like, wake up in the evening feeling like LL Cool J. <laughs> <laughs> I really struggled to, do, to change the words for that one. Clip, clop. <laughs> yeah, so we see Fierce, fierce Ness trotting down the sidewalk to a bar. They sit down at the bar. Now, this bar. Okay, they're in the forty forty club. Well, let's talk about their drinks first. I I couldn't get... I couldn't make hide nor hair of it on this low-quality Vimeo. It looks like Vanessa has a vodka diet coat going on. (laughs) And Una has a sort of peachy-looking cocktail and a tumbler. My other note here is Una's blue eyes are very M3gan here. Yes. Yeah, she's she's at peak M3gan at this point. Now tell me about this club and who's at this club. So this place appears to be... Well, for majority of the scene, this, this place is completely empty. They're yes. sitting at a completely empty bar, like just kind of chit-chatting and shooting the shooting the breeze and, you know, discussing the glassware probably. Well, there's a funny looking glass over here too, Vanessa. <laughs> Isn't that funny? And then, <laughs> then then, we get this kind of transition from, they kind of are like, they basically have the conversation of like, oh, you know, Vanessa's like, you've got to do something for you. Like, it's time to let loose and have fun. And I think they like take a shot. Woo! Then all of a sudden we got into what I... What I described as some very nuanced camera work here—we're <laughs> working very hard to make it appear like they're out in a club. I believe they're at a bar with seven people. I think I think what's happened is they've hired out a club <laughs> at seven PM, yeah, and they've got it until ten PM before it becomes an actual club, right? And so there, they're having drinks, and then they bring in eight extras, yeah they put them and I do think the girls are drunk yes I, I I don't think that part was fake but they put them on this fake dance floor yeah. and then they do a lot of close up whooshing shots yeah there's there's some really intense in and out zooms which we discussed on the All Saints episode this was this actually felt like the Lady Marmalade 98 version <laughs> yes. video yeah. it was like zoom in zoom out shot shot at some point Vanessa knocks a no Uno knocks a glass out of Vanessa's hand well do you know why it's stemless <laughs> she's got nothing to hold on <laughs> she's to she's like oh that's that funny glass again <laughs> I've thrown it on the floor <laughs> <laughs> but they do seem really they do seem actually drunk yeah and there's an incredibly sweet moment they stumble out of the bar and una's trying to teach vanessa how to say i love you in irish Oh. they're like clinging on to each other walking down the street and i thought that was clip, clop, clip, clop. i really did think like we said earlier like i would i'd be happy to go on a night out with the two of them crash bang yeah. next morning i mean what the fuck this editing like most of the time we've had just a straight up you know docu-series this was like a full-on like Punchline that they did, wasn't it? It, it was, was like it was really good. it they were just like they're like, Oh, I love you, having the best time ever. We just smash cut into Vanessa in a robe wearing sunglasses, talking about what she ordered for breakfast. I need something that's gonna numb the pain in my head. I've got headache back, it's all coming back. In it. <laughs> so they're in their room having room service. I'll tell you what. Being hungover and getting room service. This, this it really is the, the pinnacle of life. That is the dream. <laughs> but Una doesn't like American food. She no, she, does, she does. So she wants some black pudding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> some baked beans, maybe? I bet, yeah. She doesn't feel like she considers breakfast to not be breakfast without that. Mm. I get it. I get it. There's Sometimes there's a sweetness to American breakfast that can be a little overwhelming if you don't order right, you know? Mm-hmm. Some people go a bit crazy for pancakes when, and that starts to get a little like no pancakes, sickly after a while. Pancakes should be on the side, order pancakes at yeah. the table, some side pancakes. Well, pancakes and, uh, you know, breakfast, true breakfast. I feel like pancakes are more of like a, they're better with brunch anyway, I think. Starting to, a bit later in the day, I find pancakes pre like 10am a little intense. Oh, I'm good with them. <laughs> um, they talk about, uh, Vanessa talks about how she should have ordered vodka to come to the room. And Una grabs her and goes, that's right, hair of the dog. And she's like, <laughs> really intense. I was like, whoa. And then Una falls back and hits her head on. Go on, go on, go on. It's her guitar case. <laughs> I've been doing it my way it. <laughs> Speaking of that guitar case and the song Chasing Lights. They're going to have to get it together. They better get it together because we're going to head to the Mercury office to do, a, <laughs> to do a performance for record execs. Vanessa's not worried. I can tell you that much in the van. She, <laughs> she's not worried at all. And who's going to be there? Look, record Scooter Braun. Yeah, lots of white men and then Scooter Braun. Ugh. Now, I have, I had a strange moment because I looked at Scooter Braun. I was like, oh, disgusting. And I looked at his Instagram and it was disgusting. It's him just doing like very, like, just that bullshit, like, word salad thing that people do when they're like, kind of religious, but also, you know, just, you know what I'm talking about, where they yeah. just go, and it was all clips of him on podcasts being like, I realized the other day that actually, if I don't feel the potential in myself, that my self is actually not self-actualized and the host is like, uh-huh, uh-huh. It's like, you're just both talking shit to each other, just like us. Anyway, then I had the damning and horrible realization that Scooter Braun looks like a lot of men that I've been in love with. And I was like, oh. quite upset when I made that, that revelation. Yes. But, he looks like everyone. But those men... Didn't have the name Scooter. The his, name Scooter. I think his real name is Scott. Oh, what? So now he's like a man in his 40s who still has the yeah. name Scooter. Yep. Fuck off. Yeah, I don't. Listen, listen, I wasn't saying I like him. I'm just telling you, unfortunately, I like a Caucasian man with a big chin. That's what happens, you there know? There you go. Okay, so the gals uh, get their shit together, and they trot out and sit in some stools. Where do we think this was? I think this is some kind of breakout dining area, like the corporate canteen. Yeah, it's where you might have the, back in the day, pre-COVID, the all-hands meeting. Yeah, exactly. It, it, It wasn't a conference room, but it wasn't a... It was some, something in between. That It was an all-purpose area that's used for, like... When they have, like, lame company drinks for Mercury, that's why they have them. Yeah. And there was, like, a few shoddy things, like, stuck up on the wall behind them. Yeah. There was... The five of them sitting there, and then on an easel... There was a picture of the five of them. It was like, but, but they're already there. What, what? What's going on? And they they were quite right. I think it was Molly said where she's like, oh, this is more intense than I realised. She was she wasn't wrong that the kind of shot of like the crowd that they were in it was quite like intimidating. Yeah, because everyone looked very stone faced. There wasn't much like. Didn't feel like a lot of goodwill radiating out towards them from that crowd. That crowd didn't seem fun. No, not at all, <laughs> not at all. And so Rochelle, I think, says to them, "We're going to do some acoustic stuff today because a lot of stuff we normally do is dancey." Huh? <laughs> <laughs> and, and then Molly follows it up with one of the most enthusiastic things I've ever heard. Uh, so we're going to be doing "Chasing Lights." So uh, you know we like the harmonies in it and everything. So that's uh, why we're why we why we're doing it. <laughs> she literally just she just trails off and then they just cut into like they cut into them singing and I I, I just wrote get it Vanessa she's she's doing some really good drama voice I've been doing it my way <laughs> I I've written here Vanessa's definitely had her hair done she did she has she looks good yeah I'm, I'm not worried about the pulleys and the ropes and that hair anymore well that's actually why they went to New York yeah and then Una kind of we had a voiceover from Una talking about how she's actually like really proud of herself that she's kind of Getting through the New York trip and all this kind of stuff, and they a lovely cutaway to her part of the performance where I wrote, "Get it, Una." Yeah, I, feel, <laughs> I don't remember that part of the performance at all. Yeah. Like I, I was like, "Oh, Una's got a lovely big yeah. soul here." Here we are, and I, th- and, and I felt like they cut away to some of the execs were like a bit more like, "Oh, she can play that guitar." Yeah, a more, le- a little more cred. They're legit, these gals. And then the song finishes, and Vanessa just really goes for it. She's just like. Go on, go on, go on, bye, bye, ha, ha, hoo, hoo, ha, ha, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's like, okay. Meanwhile, Scooter Braun's sitting slumped in a chair, arms folded, (laughs) looking as if he's, I don't know, at a family event he doesn't want to be at. Yeah, Yeah, I was was very unnerved by Scooter Braun for all of the reasons above and the real reasons as well. Mm. (laughs) I mean, they did it. The gals did New York. Mm -hmm. I mean... I mean, short of going on a horse and carriage ride, they did everything, the most boring things you could do in New York. They made New York one of, <laughs> they made one of the most exciting cities in the world. Pretty boring. Yeah, and did. I love them for that. That's <laughs> our gals. I, I wouldn't want it any other way. I really wouldn't. I'm being serious. We don't get a button, do we? No, No it it just, we just know that we're going to go back to London. But wait a minute, maybe that's because last episode there were four buttons to use the map. (laughs) They really, that's so true. You've got to have time to whip those buttons back up again. (laughs) We just get a preview this time. Next on. This, there was a very strange scene at the beginning of Next On. Is it that they made it appear that Frankie sets up Molly with Calvin from S Club Juniors and then ditches them to make it an official date? Yeah. I was like, how bizarre. Is very Cal- excited to see calvin again though is calvin gay no one no. of the others was gay no one of, no two of the others the, the other two guys are gay and oh, calvin, calvin was the straight isn't. one got yeah. it we definitely get a shot of london Heathrow. we do and a, a shot of some very british looking fans just gonna say that <laughs> yeah we get the the suspicious footage of Rochelle searching for a house w- which one's the lie is that next week or was the one we just watched mm. we, we'll find out next week we'll look out for that brickwork and ben's injured it's got ruptured ligaments. Yeah. And then Una says, "I feel really bad leaving you now." And Ben says, "Well, don't go then." Ben, Oof. you douchebag! What a horrible man! So, I mean, "Sats in the City" is a great hashtag. Oh my god, I didn't come up with a, <laughs> I didn't come up with another one. <laughs> Maybe Sats in the City is, is going to be Sats in the City. I think City. we have to give it to them this time. It's, it's actually pretty good. Yeah. Okay, fine. Now, how are we rating this episode? <laughs> so I did a little, I just, I double checked just to make sure that we're not going to run out of people. We've still, we've actually got um, an excess of of men from the Gentleman song that we can rate the song out okay, of. Okay, cool. And so far, just to keep, keep you up to speed, we've rated uh, Larry King's, Kellen Lutz's, Denzel Washington's and Robert Patterson's. Okay. I decided we're going to rate this episode out of Obama's. Oh. Remember that he was at the song? <laughs> they rhyme Obama with mama. <laughs> my Obama. I fi- yeah, they're like, take him home to mama. I want to find my Obama. Uh, I was like, girls, you've done it again. I'm going to give this episode a solid three Obamas. Oh, you see, this one, because do you remember we gave four stars to another episode and we were like, this was actually pretty good. I actually think this was a true four star episode and it's going to bump the other one down to three. Was I perhaps a little bamboozled and bedazzled by being in a different city yes yeah okay i'm going three and a half Obama's. yeah but i liked i liked the i liked the drinking i liked realness from una i liked the acoustic performance of chasing lights that's gonna always get me up another point so i'm giving this one four obamas out of five okay <laughs> and just know we have got still got a ragtag list of men to choose from including uh, george clooney and lamar odom <laughs> lamar odom <laughs> Well, thank you for listening as ever. You get an episode of Chasing the Saturdays every week. You get regular You're Welcome, America every other week. You're welcome, prime. You're welcome, prime. And for now, thank you for listening and you're welcome. Bye. You are right up Main Street. Oh, you can't make me choose. I go by Toyota sponsors T4 me Lee Ryan's 13. I remember we couldn't remember the word for table.